0: Hey, Podcast Nation, welcome back to another week of the Dates and Yaks Real Estate Show. I'm Amber Yacklin.
1: I'm Chris Dayton.
0: And we are pumped to be with you again another week. Um, it is frigid in Michigan. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure you've seen all the Facebook posts. We love to post about how cold it gets. But it's like the tundra. I think I saw yesterday that it was warmer in the South Pole than it was here.
1: Yeah, but I like to post that stuff to remind my friends that moved to Florida that like, they're, what they're missing out on.
0: See, and I'm the, I have the opposite effect where my sister-in-law did just move to Florida. So I get constant text messages from her and my brother-in-law and videos of, like, the kids playing in the driveway in their shorts. And my baby's, like, crying to go outside. And I'm like, Mama cannot dress you warm enough for the tundra. Right. And then I'm like, why do we live here?
1: Because we don't like hurricanes here. Right.
0: See, that's the thing about Michigan. Michigan has great... Non-natural disaster weather. <laughs>
1: no, exactly.
0: <laughs> but we have to deal with like months of bitter hell.
1: It's so demanding on your soul.
0: I mean, it's like I mean, the sun was out today, so that's fine. Would but you, would it you kills dare, me. Would
1: you dare say it requires a higher level of patience? We should talk about patience <laughs> we should today. Talk about we?
0: patience and my lack thereof.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Because What's only, going on, Amber? Why are you so impatient?
0: It literally takes one like, below freezing day, and I'm like, let's move, let's move, I hate it here, L, oh, let's go, I hate it, and then, like, spring comes, I'm like, I love the seasons, and then summer comes, I'm like, I love going to the beach, and I love living in Michigan, and then fall comes, and I'm like, I love sweater weather, and college football, and then Christmas comes, and I'm like, I love the white Christmas, I love snow, I love Christmas, Jesus is born, hallelujah, and then, <laughs> and then the tundra comes.
1: I just had this vision of um, that movie scene in Greece too. That they do all the seasons. It's a girl for all seasons. Oh, please sing that again. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about with Michelle Pfeiffer and she's all like and off and whatever. But you, li- so... you literally went through all four seasons right there. Like,
0: I love it. I love it. There's so many times where I know that a vlog has to be in our future because people need to see.
1: The facial expressions. The facial expressions
0: and like the dance moves that you just pulled off for Grease too yeah, is amazing. Hey,
1: sometimes it's, I have, I have a face for radio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, speaking of which, we're going to be back on the radio in the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, just breaking news right now, hot off the press. Just got that text.
0: We're going to be on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Show on February 16th at 9 a.m. So if you are local, you can listen to 97.1 The Ticket, um, or you can listen on the iHeartRadio no, app.
1: No, it's Radio.com actually.
0: Oh, Radio.com.
1: Yeah, yeah. I oh. learned that last time when I said sure. iHeartRadio and they corrected me.
0: Oh gosh. I'm
1: like oh. Seriously.
0: Thank God for this podcast where we can say whatever the fuck we want. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Like, (laughs) calm down. Why don't you have a little patience? Just relax. I don't know these things.
0: All right. So let's talk about patience, especially in our industry. I think, you know, we always talk about, like, real estate's a long game. And one of the questions that you and I were kind of throwing back and forth was about the barriers to entry to the real estate world and how long does it really take to, quote, unquote, make it.
1: Yeah, you know it's funny because getting your license here, at least here in Michigan, take a forty-hour class. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's forty all hours. Week. That's
0: yep. That's one week.
1: <laughs> one week, and then you that's pay one some week. money.
0: Two two shorter weeks. Tops four weekends.
1: Your cost tops after you join a board. You get some stuff up and running. Maybe order some signs. Whatever. Tops. You're spending two grand.
0: And that's if you even are in a position where you have to like. Get signs or get branding. Right. I mean, in my case, joining a team that already had all that established, it literally was my class cost, my board cost, and my real comp cost. Yeah. So it was a few hundred dollars.
1: Right. Exactly. It's crazy.
0: Maybe a thousand only because I paid my board dues all up front because we were poor and we didn't want to be nickel and dimed every month. And Who knew <laughs> if I was going to sell a house?
1: Wow. <laughs> it is tough. It's a tough racket, this real estate business. Yeah. I've been saying that a lot. And I'm like, oh so tough, for people, it's making it harder. Um, but you know what, that's actually, once you get in, that's not the real barrier. The real barrier is can you bridge that gap between when you get started and when you get paid. Since you don't get paid, until you close a deal, that can be a month, two months, three months, six months.
0: Right. I mean, especially like, let's say you're working, at, new agents tend to work more with buyers. That just like, I feel like statistically speaking, is what you attract as a newer agent. You tend to start working with a buyer first. Um, and you don't know when they're going to find the right home. Even the best agent, especially, I would say, I would argue in our Michigan market, it's hard to know when the right home will come along. We've had several people last year who started renting homes to sell their homes, right? Like they started renting apartments and we're like, mm-hmm. we'll talk to you in a year or two. Right. 'Cause there just wasn't a lot out there. And then once something is out there, you gotta be able to like go, go, go and get it done. And in a fast amount of time, and you gotta make those timelines perfect and nobody cares if it is stressful on you.
1: <laughs> it's true. So coming back, I mean that's the interesting counterpoint to patience. It's like be patient, wait, and then don't be patient, go fast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why we drink more in this industry. Do we? Do I? <laughs> the answer is yes what,
1: what if we did this podcast while we were having a few
0: um, that'd be amazing Then it oh. would be like beers and real estate
1: well, there you go dates, yaks, and some beer
0: yeah <laughs> yeah Third, what, what they, you know how in football they're like the 12th man on the field? Like that's what we need to get through like a deal at the end. We're like, just a couple beers will get me through.
1: I'll take an M43. Right, please. <laughs> right Make now. it a
0: Bosch Tweed.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, right in me.
0: Yeah, so the patience factor. And what's funny is we talk about new agents having to be patient. You have to be patient to find a, a client. They're not just going to fall in your lap, surprisingly. Um, you have to be patient in your cold calling. Surprisingly, not every person is going to receive your cold calling very well. Then you have to be patient for the deal to get done. Then you have to be patient for your paycheck to come. And what happens when you're a few years in and you find out that every single time one deal ends, you have to be patient all over again. Yeah. It's a never-ending cycle of ups and downs.
1: So what just happened to you? You just had, you just had something that you know, touched touch the soul, touched the heart. Maybe missed out on a deal. <laughs> your friend, you're telling me that uh the brother bought a different house.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. So here's what I think probably plagues every realtor out there. So I always like use this really gross analogy that like you could like spit and hit a realtor. Like we're everywhere. We're like cockroaches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm there, you're cockroaches.
0: <laughs> we're like the only thing that's gonna survive the apocalypse. It's gonna be like some cockroaches. <laughs> The the souls of the damned and like realtors
1: and so if you didn't get your spot in hell no worries we've got a perfect place right over here on park lane for you (laughs) (laughs) it's a beautiful (laughs) two-door
0: like jesus is gonna miss us and we're gonna still be here like selling real estate that's my epitome of (laughs) (laughs) how
1: where are you oh don't worry
0: right where he left to be looking for clients
1: I kind of want to be near the threshold of hell if that's okay I location 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 I'm right. looking
0: for like a warmer climate next next go around um. <laughs>
1: here you go every Michigan person solved
0: <laughs> welcome to hell on Earth no so here's what plagues me at night it and this always happens when I'm not actively working my business and we say this to people and it sounds like just that rhetoric that you always just hear. Um, I feel like, like jargon, you know, like just real estate talk, but it's true. As soon as you stop working your business and start taking your eyes off the prize and looking over here to start playing the comparison game, all the negativities will start flooding in. So I was really, really sick on Sunday. I spent all day in bed with some sort of weird stomach flu bug. It was awful slash wonderful because I got to sleep all day, but it wasn't like a good sleep. Wow. So like, you know, right. it's not something I would wish for again. Um, so Sunday night, I finally started feeling better at like three in the morning. Well, now I'm wide awake. I'm scrolling through Facebook. And what do I see? I see someone I went to high school with who was like, oh my gosh, we had craziest weekend. We had zero intention on ever moving and suddenly saw our dream house come on the market, went saw it Saturday, put an offer in that evening. And needless to say, we're moving and our house is going to be on the market soon. So as a realtor, my little heart crushes. And I'm like, why you no call me? I don't understand. <laughs> why? Well, you don't like me? Or is, my, is it my hair? You know, because it happens to be. <laughs>
1: you just turned into a Chinese <laughs> person. Why you no call? Why you no call I me? I call you back 10 minutes.
0: Why? why you no call me? I'm right here. <laughs> I am home with a stomach flu. I answer my phone. I get you in. No. So I go. It's just, it's just awful because. Thank God we
1: can't be sued.
0: <laughs> I mean, we probably could. Um. It just happens to and be somebody that I knew from high school, but I helped his sister find a home. So you always feel like, ah, I'm not like...
1: I'm part of the family like, now.
0: Like, I don't have like a... Like, there's not a picture of me up, like at Christmas. Do so you guys all remember who your family realtor is? <laughs>
1: Would that be great? We should I'm gonna send start sending ornaments. Oh, uh, we're gonna get a gift. Nope. We're gonna, I got. I just had the most brilliant idea. We're gonna get little gifts that all real estate agents can send to their clients, and it'll be like a jack in the box. That they open it up and they turn it, do do pop pops open, and it's a picture of your realtor. Hello, Merry, Merry Christmas.
0: Christmas.
1: <laughs> Welcome to hell. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna
0: start sending like those like homemade ornaments like with my face on it and be like never forget and like the year that they bought their house <laughs> never forget <laughs> and be like you know then every year when they go to put their Christmas tree
1: up you go Game of Thrones your realtor remembers <laughs>
0: I have a really good ornament story. Is it like weird to tell an ornament story in January? Let's go do it. All right.
1: So I'm. It's our podcast. We can do whatever the hell we want. I
0: have a friend and uh, she shared on Facebook this Christmas. I don't know why I found this to be the funniest thing I have seen all Christmas season long that they were putting up their ornaments, you know, and they put away their ornaments every year. People are like, look at my favorite ornaments. Look at my tree. I do the same thing. I'm like, look at my tree. Look at my tree. It's been the same tree for 10 years, but look at it this year. And she goes, Funny story, we've been putting up this ornament which has an engraving from like their Grandma Rose or something like that. I'm butchering the name, but it's like Grandma Rose's ornament and it has like the date of her birth, the date of her death. It's like a nice little engravable thing. She goes, 14 years we've been putting up our family tree together and I thought that this was my husband's grandmother. And this year we found out that he has no idea who this woman was and thought it was my grandmother, (laughs) so at the end of the season she's putting all her stuff away and she posts until next year hashtag grandma rose and i'm like how did you get in possession of this ornament
1: that's like grandma on the shelf (laughs) (laughs) she's watching you
0: that's gonna be me i'm gonna be that ornament now so how do we stay top of mind? How do we have the patience to build the relationships? How do you nurture the relationships? Because there's a patience in that,
1: too. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's just having a plan and actually sticking with it, executing on the plan. I I remember being a brand new agent, and I actually heard Jeff Glover say this, uh, who's one of the top agents in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to be in the same office as him. So I'm a brand new guy, and... I was standing. I was standing next to the copier. I was making some, doing whatever, and he was walking. I go, "Hey, Jeff, how's it going?" He's like, "Good, man." And he asked me how I was doing and getting up and running. I was like, "Yeah, doing good. You know, staying with stuff, trying to be consistent." And he said, "When I was new, my goal every day was to set an appointment. I had no other, nothing else to do except for find somebody who was looking to either buy a home or find somebody who wanted to sell their home. That was my only goal every day." And I'm like, wow,
0: wow." that was a golden nugget at the copy machine. Yeah,
1: you never know when that stuff's gonna hit you. And and I've always thought about that, like, because you think about our career, the trap of real estate is the flexibility, the illusion of flexibility. Because everybody thinks, well, I can skip my own schedule. I'll get to it. One day leads to, you know, no activity leads to another day of no activity leads to another day of no activity, and the next thing you know, your bank account is like, hey, bra, knock knock, you need to do something. And if you go back and just have the mindset, no, you're not going to get an appointment every day. It would be awesome if you did. I mean, think about how crazy awesome that would be. But what if it was life and death? Like, you had to make some money. You have to figure this out. What are you doing today to get an appointment, to find somebody who wants to sit down with you and go through a buyer consultation, get pre-approved and start looking for homes?
0: Well, today I woke up and I laid on the couch for a little while. Right. And then I made the kids breakfast. And then I watched, like, a video online.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy how yeah. awesome that is. And
0: then you end up going into um, that trap, too. Like, we, we, you had said this to me the other day about the law of physics. Like, an object in motion
1: tends, tends to, to stay, stay in, in motion. motion. Right.
0: And so the opposite is true, too, that an object at rest tends to stay at rest. So once I was not doing something Saturday, and then kind of getting sick on Sunday, and then Monday kind of recuperating, and then today I'm like, well, I'm still kind of recuperating. I mean, how long do you need to recuperate? Like you're done, like you're you're good.
1: Right, you're back to full health.
0: And it's easy to say like, well, but what am I gonna do? Well, who am I gonna call?
1: And I'm not gonna say, who am I gonna do?
0: No, <laughs> that would be Nick. Um, like such
1: a dude thing. What? You.
0: Yeah, not <laughs> what she said. Um, like where are we you completely like took derailed you, off. Took you right you took off took me right took off right the track off yeah so, sorry. Um, but you were
1: at rest for three days motion yeah gone.
0: so the motion stops and then you start like psyching yourself out like who am I going to call who's looking to buy or sell a house nobody's ever going to call me again uh, there's other people out there how am I going to find them it's January it's whatever it's the 7th oh no like you just make excuse after excuse after and two I'm going years. on vacation I'm going to be gone for a week yeah. oh my god what am I going to do <laughs> So what are some key things that any realtor, seasoned or new, I feel like can take away from this episode to finding a client today or trying to set an appointment today? What are some top great ideas of going out there and just starting I'd a relationship with people? I'd say
1: staying patient in the process, almost like that nugget that Glover gave, which is your goal every day is to find somebody who wants to buy a home or somebody who wants to sell a home and keeping that in front of you every day and being patient. While you work through that. Because you got to work up to it. I mean, that's reality. Okay,
0: I'm brand new. Who who do I call first?
1: Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I guess. We came, were, we saw, we sold I some mean, houses. They go
0: and they destroy a few houses. So I guess like we can sell yeah. all the haunted ones. Which right. feels like what happens when you first start real estate. They're all haunted. It does feel um, that way, doesn't it? You know, who who can you connect with? Who should you be connecting with? How do I connect with someone without seeming like sleazy or skeezy or like all I want is their business and all I care about is my bottom line?
1: Right. Well, I think being patient and working every single day will take that away because then it doesn't become about just any one person deal. Because I think that is actually one of the biggest traps is somebody gets stuck in there. now I have to have this deal because I have a house payment I have to make. Or I have a car payment I need to make. And you can like smell those people. The commission breath. The commission commission breath. breath. Like, sign here. I need the money. Oh, my God. Thank God. Oh, what do you mean the inspection's bad? No. So bad. It's
0: so funny because when I was first starting, back in my day, the whole three years (laughs) ago. Back in 2014, um, I wasn't even in real estate in 2014, but I used to print up all of my listing docs and take them with me to the listing appointments and had that like sales, sales, sales mentality. Like they have to sign on the spot right now or I'm going to lose this. And I feel like what's transitioned now is when I go on a listing appointment, I tend to somehow have started a relationship with these people before I ever show up at the front door. I go through the whole process with them and I know that I'm going to be working with
1: them. Yeah, Marty, you already have the listing before. We you already go to, have we're it. We're just we talk about, about the particulars. We talk
0: about when the docs are going to come over. We discuss e-signing versus physical signing. We talk about what they're most comfortable with. I actually go through the documents with them so they know what's going to be coming over if it does come through an e-signature because that can tend to go very, very rapid and you don't want them to feel like they're just drowning in paperwork. They don't understand. Right. And I leave with them basically knowing, like, we're already in a commitment before we've ever even signed those papers. And I know some people will say like, oh, but that's how other people like swoop in and this and that. In a highly competitive situation, it's a different story. If it's a cold call situation, if it's an expired listing that's interviewing like multiple people, that's definitely different. Sorry. My, that's
1: like our cue. It's
0: like my ringtone. Yeah. It's like <laughs> time is done here. Um,
1: stop talking. But getting I'm just No,
0: stop it. But relationship building takes patience. And ultimately, that's the real business that we're in. And that's what is going to separate you from the droves of realtors that come in and out of this business every single year.
1: Well, it's like the balance between microwave mentality and crockpot mentality. You know, a lot of people want it right now. They want it fast. But which one's better? Which one produces better meals? Well, I mean, it's sufficient. The long term. The patience. You Mm -hmm. got to have patience to put it together, to prepare, to put better quality ingredients in. Um, and I think when you do that in business, you can have that microwave mentality, that daily get to work, do the grind, you know, do what you can do, what you can control, but then have that patience to know that you're building something worthwhile because you're doing the work.
0: Yep. I would say my one number one takeaway for everybody today is if you don't know where to start, um, I would find someone who has a listing and ask them if you could hold it open and do a Facebook video from that listing and just remind your sphere, your friends, your That's what I was going to say.
1: I think, you know, for me, if you asked the question, we kind of got sidetracked. But if you're brand new or if you want to restart, it's 2019, January. If you're looking to, like, kick off and have a great year, then you should make a top 50 list. Top 50 VIPs, the people who are your closest champions, people who like you, trust you. Uh, and would do business with you, maybe it's a past client, and develop maybe those referral sources. Maybe it's people in sources. your family,
0: maybe it's friends you have at school, maybe it's yeah. uh, people at your mom's group, maybe it's people from church, Could maybe person it's people does your from, hair. Yeah, people from the gym, your barber, your ten, your dentist.
1: Yeah, maybe it's the favorite restaurant you go to. Yeah, you your You have favorite. a server it's or the manager server. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just don't need to start developing better relationships, and so you've established relationships, but now make them better by giving back and giving contribution. Bring those people a Starbucks card. Be like, hey, just because, because I really appreciate you. You'd be amazed at how you can accelerate a relationship. I think
0: you'd be amazed too at how many people would be very open to you just being super honest and being like, hey, I'm just re-kickstarting my year for business and you know, took the holidays off like most people do. and. Uh, I just need help from the people that I know and trust in my life like you. And if you know anybody looking to buy or, or sell real estate this year who needs help, I'm I'm good at my industry and I would love to help answer any questions that they have.
1: That's awesome. Can I give you my card? I'm comfortable, comfortable if you're comfortable always <laughs> at the
0: end. Yeah. We're very comfortable here at the Nates Act
1: Show. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap it up for the week. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, You know how to get a hold of us. We're going to be on our Facebook page. We'll have this posted there. Uh, You can go to datesandyaks.com. Please share or check us out on Spotify.
1: Spotify. Over and out. Have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
0: Bye.